Hey guys, Nate here with Return of the Empire. Just wanted to add that as we're recording this, the info dropped on Trey Lance uh, being shopped essentially and that Sam Darnold is the QB2 for the Niners. So we're going to add a little uh, epilogue to the end of this episode to discuss what is, what's going on with that. So just want to let you know at the top of the show. Thanks, guys. Hello and welcome to the Return of the Empire podcast. I am your host, beat writer for the 49ers, covering it for Sacktown Sports, Emiliano Emil Fergoso. And I am, of course, joined by my co-host extraordinaire, mm. Nate Littlefield. Yes, yes. Nate, how are you doing today? Man, I'm doing well. You know, we're having a, I wouldn't say we're getting heated before the podcast, but we're getting, yeah. you know... We're we're getting the conversation started early. We had to get the mics running. So we, we do. We had to get the mics running. I uh I want to point something out that I noticed this morning. This must be pretty new, either this week because I don't. I'll let everyone in on a little secret here. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, listen to anything at Sacktown Sports outside of work because uh, <laughs> it's uncomfortable to listen to the people you work with. It's weird for me when I because so I'm a board op producer. Yeah, and when I'm working i'm like listening for trigger words like when they go to break they'll be like sackdown sports sackdown sports.com and then i know hit the button go it's like muscle memory now yeah when i listen to the kings uh that's probably the only thing i listen to it's a little different uh on eleven forty because it's like you know it's a sport sporting event but when i'm yeah. listening to g-man and he goes on the Kings audio network. And that's when you throw it a break. I have like something go off in my head where I'm like, I'm working. I'm yeah. it's really weird. You get like PTSD. Yeah. And I can't listen to like Dave and Jason away because I start to think I'm working and I start to be like, am I involved in it? I just in my own head. It's so weird. Maybe I shouldn't admit that, but it's the truth. And that's what I, I'm here I, for. The th- truth. I know what you mean though. Yeah. I know what you mean because there are, I have many dreams that are filled with work. Yeah, like that are about either a contract happening or about a story I got to write or about just what I saw from the day prior. Yeah. Like when you do what we do and you kind of, it kind of consumes your life, it becomes a part of you, right? Yeah. And so that that's kind of like I I get what you're saying. I got to ask though, like if you're driving in a car listening to the show, say you, as an example, hypothetical. Okay, would, would you like if you hear a break? Would you like hesitate and immediately like try to press the button on the <laughs> no. car or something? See, that's <laughs> That's that's a disease, I think. That's something else. That's uh that's like a deficiency or something's going on. Uh no, but in my head I have like a, a knee jerk reaction, like that alarm goes off in my head and it makes it hard to enjoy things. But where I was going with that is I you know, have haven't been listening this week, so I heard a promo. Yeah. And you were in the promo. They're promoting you on Niners at night. Oh. Yeah, and I think you need to Twist their arm here and get get them to promote the podcast on uh, on the radio too. I, I think they should. I think yeah. they get there. Get a little fifteen second promo of us you, screaming. You know what? I've been asked to do some live reads, so maybe in the future we'll see what happens. Yeah, maybe we could just freak out and maybe we could stage a fight or something. And then maybe <laughs> if we do that, we could take that and throw it in a promo, and people will be like, "Well, these guys fight." I'll listen to that. I like your initial reaction yeah. for the promo was, let's go to fight. Let's fight each other. I'm trying to get views here. You're just trying to get clickbait. Yeah. That's okay. I you understand know. it. Niners Media trying to get views. Yeah. You know, like all of them. Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Or one of them. Or one of them, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, on to Niners topics, because there's a lot happening right now, right? We're going into week three of the preseason, the final 
game of the preseason for the 2023 season. It's going to be against the LA Chargers. It's going to be at Levi Stadium. But before we get to that and who is showing up to that game, the guys who aren't showing up, Nick Bosa, will not be there, we think. <gasps> I was trying to be shocked. <laughs> he was trying to be shocked. Yeah, look, Nick... Probably not going to be there because he still is holding out for a new deal. They're still trying to work through this new contract uh, between John Lynch and the front office as well as with uh, with Kyle Shanahan and Nick Bosa. Just trying to get those numbers correct. You know, he's looking for a, a salary north $35 million. You know, he wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL history to a defensive player. But do we know how much he wants guaranteed? We don't. We don't know the exact numbers of anything. We don't even yeah. know if he wants $35 yeah. million, but we just think that is because yeah. it's been holding out for so long. Why else do the Niners not pay him? We don't know. I mean, this is your star pass rusher. This is probably your best player on the team, right? At the peak of his career. At the peak of like his career. Coming, I mean, this is when yeah. he has the most power yeah. as a player coming off defensive player of the year. It's like, like he and, could, yeah, he couldn't have timed this better. No. He could not have timed this better. Nick Bose is going to get paid. He's going to get his bag. It just depends on... How much is it going to be and when it's going to happen? Now, we do know Nick Bosa is in New York. So that's something. Yes. Where his agent resides. Yes. The Big Apple. Yes. CAA Sports. And Nick loves apples. Yes, he does. He's healthy. A a a doctor a day. An apple a day. (laughs) An apple a day keeps the doctor Uh away. Nick Bosa is definitely healthy. And Nick Bosa is going to get a healthy lump of cash Mm -hmm. uh, pretty soon here. And my thought, though, the reason why he is in New York. And I said this on, on other shows and other people is that I believe that Nick Bosa is there to talk with his agent, Brian Anolt, I believe his name is, and um and to solidify a contract. Um he, <laughs> he had a little smirk. I was there. just thinking about something that happened earlier. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You threw me off my game there. I'm so sorry. It's okay. Anyway, Brian. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm ruining the show. <laughs> oh my God. I'm ruining the show. I thought of something funny, and I'm I sorry. I was. I knew where your head was going. We're not going to go there. But anyway, Brian Anolt is his. Is his <laughs> okay. You're making it worse. I'm making laughing. it worse because I can see you chuckling. Anyway, uh, Brian Anolt of CAA Sports. He is in New York. That's where his offices are. Nick Bosa flew out there to New York City because if you're having competition with John Lynch, and the 49ers, you want to have your star player there when you're in the final stages because you don't want to have this long back and forth of, let's see what Nick thinks, let's see what Nick thinks. You know, you got to make a lot of different calls. You want to have Bosa in the room to be able to do that better. You know, have him there to sign the contract, maybe remotely. You know, get this done sooner than later. That's what that tells me what this is, that they are getting to, closer to ending this saga. What are your thoughts? I think the deal will be done by the end of the week. Ooh. I think... Uh... I was listening to a colleague of yours. Uh, he does live. I was listening to Lombardi the other day. Yep. And he was, I think it was yesterday, but uh, he did a stream and he was just talking about, yeah, Bosa's there, his agent's there. Um, it just, it seems like the stars are kind of aligning and it's, it's like prime time. Get that sign. Yep. You know, we're, we're what, three weeks out about from, uh, from kickoff? Less Correct. than. Yeah, yeah, less than. Less than, um, almost two. You know, he does. He wasn't going to play preseason anyways. It doesn't matter. No. Uh, you know, it might matter for him to be kind of a mentor for some guys, but really there's, I mean, maybe building chemistry with like Hargrave or even Drake Jackson but or Cleveland Farrell, but whatever. I mean, no matter what, just having him out there. I was watching highlights of him at the gym yesterday, just getting just – excited it was motivating me I was going crazy I was just watching career highlights and 
dang, he's good. You going? You just, just going ham at the gym watching Nick watch, Bosa? Yeah, I was. I was running and just watching him stick his arm out and get the ball out of quarterback's hands is just like the little yeah. things he does. The little like, yeah, his knowledge. Not only is he a freak athlete, but his knowledge is just all football. It's a mm-hmm. It's just he knows exactly what he's doing all the time. Yep. And this isn't heartbreaking. This isn't news or anything. But no. I was just. Just man, I'm so happy to get him back when he comes back, and I, you know, there seems to be no worry at all from anybody. Nope. in in the organization about it. Uh, it's not if it's when. So I'm not worried either. I'm not worried. I yeah. think there might be even maybe a conspiracy behind this where they're kind of keeping him. Yeah. Uh, away. I agree. They might even have numbers figured out. He might be in New York to. Well, no, you sign the contract in the building. Right, usually, usually, yeah, yeah, yeah. So usually. I, I, I don't know. I, uh, I'm not worried. People might be starting to get worried. Uh, it might just be a media thing. Those darn media people. Yeah, I know. Uh, but let's get him. Let's, you know, let's run it with Hargrave. Hargrave, who looked amazing in, uh, <laughs> you know, in the in the. Yeah. I'm specifically thinking of one tackle he had on Russell, Russell the yeah, Rat. That was it. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, if we want to get into that game, if we're you know, I think I think Bosa gets it done by the end of the week. What do you What do you think? Yeah, it's either the end of the week or early or sometime next week is my is my kind of thought. I think it's going to end. I I think they wanted to get the three preseason games and then you know get this contract out of the way during the bye week. They have that bye week now, week four. That's what it's for. It's not a big deal. Any chance it gets done on the weekend? Maybe, but they they they'd rather probably just do it on Monday. Yeah, or something. Like going into the into the bye week or who knows, frankly, I I, I thought it would get done sooner than this. I yeah. really did. Well, I was like, you know how they do if they want to kind of put something under the rug, you release it Friday afternoon, Friday night or Friday, like later in the day. Yeah. So it has the weekend to kind of like the John Morant ruling, stuff like that, uh, which I don't think was on a Friday, but everyone was like, they're probably going to do it on a Friday. Uh, the problem with that, though, is that they play on a Friday this week. Oh yeah, so they well, can't. They see, can't do. They can't do the Friday that thing. Doesn't make any sense unless they like did it during. The, it's why I think they're gonna go yeah. through the weekend and be like, "Hey, Monday, yeah. Nick Bosa signed," because it's 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 very not nonchalant for them. It's very much Niners' mo of like, "Oh, let's have one more topic for the this rest." This might of the week. be a completely pointless conversation too. I'm gonna put this up in the next few hours, but he could be signed. You know, you don't think he'll be signed like today? No, right? I don't. Like, why don't you think today? I just think they want to get their all preseason games and not have any distractions because it's it's a distraction. For them to to have this all the media storm, Nick Bo, Bosa has got to as soon as they announce the deal, Bosa has got to be in the building. You don't think it's a distraction to not have him there? Because now people, now the talks are starting to ramp up in the past few days. I feel like this week specifically, the talks about like the media is making more noise about him not signing. Yeah, the media. We are making more noise. I will say that yeah. right now. We are. We are asking the questions, but. Off of every answer that we've been given, and unless they are just flat out lying to us, there is no concern whatsoever. Yeah, there is no doubt in their mind he will be here week one against Pittsburgh. There is no doubt, and frankly, that's all that matters for this guy. Okay, because Nick Bosa, at the end of the day, is the best player on the team, and he frankly has all the power in the world to do what he wants right now. He is always in shape, always working out, always training to get better. And the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway I took from Nick Bosa during OTAs was that he was there. Yeah. He was there at OTAs. Mm-hmm. He's not here now because he doesn't have to be. Because he's trying to preserve his body. He talked about participating in OTAs though, right? Wasn't no, he, he was not. Saying, yeah. But okay. he was there. Yeah. Wants he to be here. Wants to be here, but yeah. he, he understands the game. He has to stay away. It's about p- applying pressure. And at the end of the day, 
Bosa is in shape as ever, and they're not worried about him getting into game shape because he's Nick Bosa. And that, and, and that's the reality. So Niner fans listening here, whether it's 5, 10, 25,000, listen to me right now. Nick Bosa is going to be a 49er. Do not worry. It will happen. It might have taken a lot longer than it should have because they should have signed it week one of training camp like they would Debo. But Bosa is going to be just fine. He's going to be here. They trust him. They believe in him. Niners believe in it, and then vice versa as well. It's fine. Do not worry about it. Okay. Let's move on. Let's move on to the Let's game. Let's move on by going back. Yes. By moving back. Move on by moving back. back. We will recap Saturday's game. Back to the future? I don't know. Back. Yeah, future whatever. To the back. back to the future to the back. Week two of the preseason. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Niners played the Denver Broncos. They did. And the Niners won. Not that it matters. 21 to 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was interesting game, you know. Uh, I think people are a lot more hyped on Trey Lance after. I'd say rightfully so, but yeah. everything's so week to week with this situation. I still thought Sam looked good. I still think it's Sam's job. Uh, I think Trey had more time to pass. Him getting in a rhythm towards the end was huge when yeah, he led that quote-unquote game-winning. I mean, he won the game, but it's not barely a game. He won, he won the game, though. Yeah, he yeah. led the comeback. I'm not anti-Trey. I'm not saying it like that. It's just I'm I'm anti-preseason. I kind of am, too, because it's, yeah. it's... Even for us media, it's like we're looking forward to the regular season. Yeah. We really are. He had some great throws. I'd say one of the more impressive ones was the touch... Not, I, one of the ones that you like to see is the touchdown. It was to, nice. Uh, uh, Cameron. Yeah. Latu. Latu. Let, I, always, I always get in my head just about... Just say Latu. Yeah, Latu. Um, so that was good. That was good for him too, because he's been a ball dropper. He's been inconsistent. Yes, he has. Great to see that. Great to see Trey throw a semi, you know, it's a, it's a long ball. That was a long ball touchdown. It Um, was perfect. A perfect throw right to him. And he, he made the right read. That's great. You see his eyes during the whole thing too, in the play. He's kept kept the middle safety mm -hmm. away so he could launch that pass right in on direct. And also was able to throw the ball so well. That Latu was able to turn his body back to the, the the safety, so he didn't get cracked. Yeah, and that way he was able to secure and fall back into the end zone, which is super important. Yes, very important for a guy who has a hard time holding onto the ball. Yes, it is. So uh, that was great. He also had the uh, corner, uh, the outside pass to the toe touch catch. Yes, um, on the run. Yes, on yeah. the run to uh, not McGill. It was uh, oh man. Ray Ray. It wasn't Ray Ray. This is not Ray Ray. Martin. Martin. Anyways, it was a good throw by Trey. It was was a good throw by Trey. Trey looked good. uh, Scrambled around a bit. The O-line kept him safer. I don't know if that has to do with the O-line more or if that has to do with... They did a better job. They did a better job. They did a better job. uh, Against different competition. Which we'll talk about in a second because there is one offensive backup offensive lineman that has really stood out this this preseason in training camp. Yeah. For Uh, good things, not bad things. Finally. I know. Uh, uh, is there anything you want to get into specifically about about the game? Yeah. Anything you really stuck out to you? <laughs> I'm going to do a full disclaimer here. Okay. With this game. Uh-oh. As soon as the Broncos and, and McLaughlin, the running back, scored that, that last touchdown and went up 2012, I started writing the recap. I was ready for it. I was like, let's write this recap. I know what's about to happen. They're gonna not. They're not going to be able to drive. They're going to stall out. It's going to be a loss. It's okay. It's fine. Let's get this recap on. Nope. I was totally wrong. They had, Trey Lance had the two best drives of his NFL career in the same quarter. 
Am I am I far fetched for saying that they were some of his best drives or his best NFL drives yet? Am I wrong for saying that, Nate? I you said that this morning too, and it really caught my ear, caught my attention. I think as someone who's watched every one of Trey Lance's drives, I don't think it's fair to say that because it's preseason. I don't I think he looked good. But I really, I mean, I think it's a wild take. I think it's, I think it's a, really it's a little too much. I think there, there were some of his best drives he's ever had in his NFL career. I mean, I really sure do. on the surface level, yes. But it's just preseason, man, and it it sucks. It, the first team defense was still out there for the Broncos. <sighs> Randy Gregory was playing the fourth quarter. Yeah, they were playing like half the starters. I know. I, I, it's Sean Payton. He's a madman. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm having a hard time arguing against it because it's hard to think of two back-to-back drives where he just looked amazing and it wasn't just like, oh, that deep ball to Debo in Houston or something like that. But, I mean, you're, you're, you're selling your point. I, what, what made him so great to you? His decision-making, decisiveness, his poise, his confidence, he looked comfortable for like the first time ever in the pocket. He actually looked like he belonged there. Yeah, a lot of times you see his eyes after plays and you're like, ooh, this guy doesn't know where he is. Yeah. yeah. He looked like he belonged. Yeah. And that hasn't happened a lot in game for Trey in his NFL career yet. It's unfortunate to say that's the reality. Yeah. He's, he's, the game looks too fast for him sometimes, and he gets sped up easily, and, and his processing, wow, it's incredible. He's thinking about too many things sometimes. What yeah. was so great about this game was that he just let it rip. Kyle always talked about letting it rip, right? Trey let it rip. The throw to Tadatsu, to, to, to the throw to Bell, the middle end, the 43-yard scamper that set up the field goal, just the, the rollout to his right, hitting, hitting the comeback route. He just played football. Yeah. He didn't think too much. And that's the point, is that you could see the growth happen before your eyes, in my opinion. And I could see him grow as a player with his confidence and his demeanor and his just poise, because he has all the talent in the world. Trey has always has always had enormous talent. It's about being consistent, putting it together. And for two drives on Saturday for five and a half minutes, he did that, yeah. and that's something. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying not to get too head over heels with Trey because it is everything is so week to week and so reactionary. Yes. in the moment it feels so good. I'm trying to be hesitant. Uh, I don't want to say. I it, it looked like he got some confidence. His uh, mm-hmm. and that's that's all we can ask for at this point because we. I mean, I think we know the talents there. <laughs> that's kind of a a silly statement, but obviously he was drafted so high for a reason. We've seen him make some pretty impressive plays. Yeah. I just hope he gets confidence. I hope he can get on track, even in the future if it's not with the Niners, just not against the Niners. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I, I don't know what's gonna happen with the Niners. I will say that right now, I just don't. I don't. I, but I, but I like to see him at least look better as a quarterback. I want to mm-hmm. see him succeed, whether it be with the Niners or it be with another team. I want to see Trey Lance succeed. Just not against the Niners in any way. <laughs> I'll say that again. If he like balls out against the Niners and just like just balls out as a starting quarterback, well, you like I'll just be like, he'll throw a chair against on? the wall or something. That's a uh, that's like a very Sacramento Kings thing to give up a player and then have them be good, come back and crush you. Halliburton, yeah. Well, Halliburton, yeah. That's I don't know. That's a different, <laughs> different day, different time. Yeah. But um, 
trade. I don't have a lot to say about Sam except for I still think he's a QB two. I just didn't, he didn't do that much. He didn't do that much, but he's it's a QB two thing. So it's like you want that you want that higher floor. You know you want. He let a touchdown drive. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that. He did. Mm-hmm. That was an, it. Was a nice throw to to Coletto. But we can talk out. about uh, that guy who will be the starting quarterback week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Brock Purdy. Yes, Brock Purdy. Let me tell you, man. Purdy looked pretty good. Yes, he did. Purdy looked pretty good. I'd say the most impressive throw. Well, he had that great throw on the first play to Debo. Yes, Debo took off, and that's pretty basic. I think any of the guys could have made that throw. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's protected. He's behind the ones. Mm-hmm. He looked. Not taking anything away from Brock, but just the way Brock moves is impressive. He it just is, he slips around and it's like a snake. He's so slithery. His most impressive throw was the uh, the read he had where he had I think he had three options down the field. He had the oh, the, the, layer. the bootleg yep. uh, the naked bootleg seam. Yeah, where he had the layered throw and he hit the guy in the middle. Juwan, yeah, he hit Juwan in the it middle. So nice, dude. Uh, he went over Ayuk and that's. That's a tough throw. Yeah. The layered throws, that is not easy. No. Because the um, I think what happened there is that the defense shut down Ayuk because that was almost the exact same play to Debo. Yes. You know, only a few plays before. Yes. So that that option was closed. Mm-hmm. He read that, and he hits Jawan. And, man, just Brock looked good. Yeah, It dude. sucks ending in a field goal, but whatever. I mean, I, I'm excited when I saw it at Brock. He, speaking of confidence, man, that guy... He has it in every way. Yeah. And he, he's so talented, and I'm so happy he's healthy. I'm s- just looking forward to seeing seeing the future with him. It's going to be so much fun. Look, my biggest question marks for Brock entering year two, coming off of you know UCL surgery, was can he have that same moxie, that same you know magic that made him so special last year? Because he was a special talent in year one. What he did was special. To take the Niners team that was you know going on their third quarterback— in how many games because of injury, of unfortunate things, and to look the most competent out of all of them, to look, the, frankly, the best out of any Niner quarterback since Jimmy Super Bowl year, frankly, yeah? Uh, I, I mean, I think personally he looked better. Yeah. Uh, different different style, uh, mm-hmm. different style of guy. So if you compare styles, I think, I, I mean, I really think it's more similar to Jeff Garcia. Yeah, I agree. Um some sort of if you have to compare Niners quarterbacks, I think it's more Jeff. Ooh, I don't want to say this, but Steve Young. No, not the way he runs, but just his like his confidence and how tough he is. And yeah, I feel that they play a little similar. Uh, Steve took I think almost every single snap under center, which is a weird, weird thing. Uh, but yeah, probably more Jeff. I shouldn't have said Steve. He's I, more Jeff. like Jeff. I agree. Yeah. Um, I'm just going back to that rollout, right? Going mm-hmm. back to the rollout to Juwan. Brandon Ayuk's running the underneath. Same thing that Debo ran earlier. They hit Debo. It's kind of the same PA rollout left. Kind of the same exact thing. Naked PA rollout left. Um, he hits Juwan over the middle. And at the time, when you look at the play, you're like, Juwan's not even open. Like, you're looking at the play. Like, Juwan is, like, barely open. Like, to see that through the, the sea of... Bronco defenders is very impressive. Not only that, Brock's able to roll out to his left, able to flip back to his right shoulder so he can get behind the throw, and then throw a layered touch pass so nice that Jawan, who was like 6'3", 6'4", he's huge, big dude. Jawan's a big dude. He jumps up and is the only one able to grab that ball and come down with it for a 15-yard gain. Yeah. It was 
awesome. And exactly what you want to see with Brock and what makes him so special is his touch and his accuracy and knowing where to put the ball for his playmakers to make a play. Yeah. Great. Uh, I'm, I'm good on quarterbacks. Are you good on quarterbacks? Yeah, I'm pretty good on quarterbacks. Obviously, Kyle this week said, you know, yeah, the the backups can flip and rotate. What what do you make of that? I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'm not. No offense to you. It's no, just, I don't. Yeah, it's just like he seemed annoyed when asked a question like that. Uh, He's always annoyed. His though. yeah, short short answers. Um, whatever the switching co- second quarterbacks throughout mm-hmm. the season. Who cares? Like what? By the time. The only reason we're so invested in this quarterback two situation yeah. is because it's not the regular season. Yeah. And we're not distracted by other things. Correct. So I think once we get to that point, it's if it's week seven and he's like, yep, we have a new quarterback too. It's, yeah. it's Sam Darnold now instead of Trey. <laughs> People are going to be like, what? And then, yeah. oh, we got Bengals this week. Who cares? Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. That's the reason we're talking. Preseason is for all the, excuse me, all the talk. It's not going to make the regular season. All the drama that's and all that's the that's a good way to put it, right? It is is that all of this chatter you're hearing now is because we're not in the regular season schedule. Once we get to the Steelers, once we get to Week One, it's going to be all about Brock. It's going to be all about the stars. It's going to be all about is Nick Bosa going to replicate McCaffrey, Kittle, McCaffrey, Kittle, Trent Williams, Debo, Fred Warner, Calanoa, you know, Tavarius yeah. Mooney Ward, my guy. Yeah. Um, like it's gonna be about the defense. It's yeah. It's gonna be a different. It's story. not gonna be about the backup quarterbacks. No, it only is now because they're playing the games. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's not about health. Hopefully, it's not about health. Knock on wood. That's the whole goal. Um, but yeah, look, th- this will pass. It's fine. Sam's probably gonna be the QB two. I don't agree with it, but Sam's probably gonna be the QB two. Trey's gonna be the QB three. They want to keep his value up, so we'll see what happens. Like they, they want to roll into. I think they're gonna roll into the season though with those three quarterbacks, and they're gonna cut Brandon Allen. That's my. That's oh my, yeah, that's my yeah, thought. yeah. I think that's maybe practice squad guy, but yeah, nothing. Uh, Some team's gonna want Brandon Allen. I think that's true. Uh, I, think. I don't think he's good, Brandon Allen. I don't think he's that great either. But you know, Nate Sudfeld Obviously. also is on the team right now. So yeah. Uh, okay, uh, I want to touch on the defensive backs really quick because yes. this has been a hot topic this week too. Until the Bosa stuff came out yesterday. Yes. Uh, there, Steve Wilkes has said that there will be a kind of like a rotating door for the nickelback position yes, he has. depending on personnel uh i want to there's two specific plays that uh i know jair brown is is more traditionally uh safety yes uh he saved a touchdown uh into a everyone's making this comparison the the danucci he missed the um he spike he inspired, it was so funny, dude. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very <laughs> it was super hilarious. Actually, yeah, it was. It was so preseason. Yeah, I mean it. It, it happens. Uh, but it, at the end of the second quarter, it wasn't Danucci either. It wasn't Danucci. It, it, it was Stidham. Uh, it was Stidham. It was yeah, Stidham. My bad. My bad. No, you're um, fine. But yeah, he saved that tackle, which I thought was a guaranteed touchdown. So mm-hmm. he stopped that on the uh, you know two two yard yeah, line or whatever. Yeah, he did. They ran out of time. I didn't think the Niners like did anything dirty, got in the way or anything. It didn't seem like that. You don't see everything. On no, the no, no, no. No. So time runs out. It happens. That's a preseason thing. Great tackle. Great job. Uh, big shout out Jair Brown. That's I'm sure. I mean, they take notes of that kind of stuff. They that'll be on, on the mind of a uh, front office. Kyle Shanahan. Every everyone. Steve Wilkes. Uh, a bad play that was just terrible was. Um, Isaiah Oliver's missed tackle. Oh boy! On um, yeah. Greg Dolchich, who I think yeah. Dolchich is actually. 
I'm I'm high on Greg Dolchich. No, I like and Greg Dolchich. I, I, I've been on him. I like Dolchich uh, a lot too. Maybe maybe more fantasy wise, but Dolchich, I'm uh, I think he's a great player. I think I like a big too. tough traditional tight end. I think he could be like a. I think he has the potential to be like a Mark Andrews kind of situation. Ooh, yeah. That's a shout right there. Yeah, especially if he's a blanket for Russell Wilson. Interesting. Um, I like it though. Yeah, I. Uh, so he just missed this. He didn't even slow him down. Really, he he missed. Dolchich catches the ball out in the flats. Isaiah Oliver goes one-on-one with him and just misses so hard. Just, like, yeah. bites so hard and didn't even, like, wrap nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah. So I I was, like, watching that, obviously being reactionary and being like, all right, that's ugly. That's not what they want out of this guy. No, that's uh I kind of was thinking maybe I was, I was, you know, I was, you know, I watch media about the Niners and stuff and sure. maybe falling into the trap of thinking potentially maybe he won't make that uh 53 man roster but now Steve Wilkes comes he's, out he's going to make yes he's going because they signed in free agency I was a two-year deal he has mm-hmm. guaranteed money and at the end of the day I think it's only like three million it's not guaranteed. it's not a ton yeah it's not a ton I, I will say that it's yeah. not a lot of money in terms of the grand scheme of the salary cap, it'll no, be a cap hit, but it won't be anything crazy. No, it won't. But to cut the guy, they don't want to do that. No, they want to have him on the roster. They signed him for a reason. They're actually pleased with where he's at, or at least that's what they're saying. They're pleased with where he's at, um, and they're going to use him in different packages. Like they're yeah. they're going to put him on the bigger guys, the tight ends, yeah. the big body wide receivers. That's going to be his role in the, in the nickel this year. Whereas with other guys like with the Amador, Am, Am, or no, him and uh, Lenore will be Lenore essential. and the Nickel, yeah, correct. Yeah. With Ambry being the the outside opposite of sometimes. Yeah, it's so confusing. It's it's super confusing. But yeah. let me break this down for you. Okay, Chavarius Mooney Ward is your unquestioned cornerback one. No doubt, no doubt in your mind, he is your guy. He is the number one As guy. He should be. Amador Lenore did enough last year in the playoffs to get the number two spot. But because of his physique and his physical makeup, he's able to play in the slot better than a lot of other corners are. He's faster, quicker, just able to stay more at the hip with these, with these short guys. Ambry Thomas is the guy they really like and they really want to succeed. Now, he's been up and down. He had some good plays, and then he got torched on that, on that one play that Jair Brown saved. He got torched. Really torched. They're going to have Ambry play outside if they have to. It's a personnel thing. It's about who is on the field next to him, which I don't always agree with because... Then you got to figure out the switching and the defensive stuff, and that's hard to do, especially for get, Steve Wilkes. It who's gets in the messy box. and no huddle too. Yeah, yeah. Being in the box, yeah, it's crazy. It, it's it's it's, yeah. it's super. It can get super messy. But Steve trusts his his scheme, trusts his team, all this great stuff. Hope it works out. They need to they need to make sure that Yamador Lenore is treated like the number two corner on this roster because he is. He is good enough and shown that he is the be- second best cornerback on this roster, and it's not even a question. He really is that good. I love what Demo is doing. I love how much he's grown. He's much more confident in coverage, and he's doing great stuff even against Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel. I'm going to PBUs in practice. Like, I love what I'm seeing from Diamador Lenore. They need, to, they need to have him be the number two guy, whether that him be going to the slot sometimes, with Amory going outside, Isaiah going outside. Who knows? But Diamador Lenore and Tavarius Winnie Ward are your one and two combo at corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I would like to bring up a couple more things before we move on because we are going long, but we're just having so much fun here. Mm -hmm. We have so much fun. Uh, I loved what I saw at Hargrave. Obviously, you know, he's a monster. He's so good. But uh, just, yeah, when uh, Russell Wilson, there's a couple of plays. Russell did his his little rat technique and, you know, the hole opened up and he ran for good chunks of yards. And that's like, yeah, yeah, he looked, yeah, he looked, he he looked spry. Whatever, we're not playing him this year. Um, yeah, yeah, not no worry, we're not playing him. 
Uh, I was going to say maybe the Super Bowl, but they are not making the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'll say that right now. Um, anyways, there was a play. Wilson sneaks out. Hargrave, he's stuck on his guy. You see him. Yeah. See Russell about to go. Yeah. He spins yeah, off his guy around his backside. And then he just starts running and he dives and he just smacks Russell Wilson's foot and gets him down. And it's like, dude, that is that is awesome. That was yeah. Nick Bosa. That's a Nick Bosa play. That yeah. was that was amazing to see. Look, it's Javon Hargrave is harder to see him come up on the stat sheet because he's a defensive tackle. But at the end of the day, he had double digit sacks last year for, as a defensive tackle. That's pretty hard to do. It's really hard to do because your job is to stop the run most of the time in the scheme, especially. Your job is to stop the run and to neutralize any threat coming outside of the box initially. What Hargrave does so well is that he's just so nimble and so quick for a guy of his stature. Like, he's a big dude. 6'1", like almost 300 pounds. He's a big boy. He really is. But even though he's smaller height-wise, his, his I don't want to say cat-like reflexes, but his agility <laughs> yeah. off the line is, like, second to none. Like, he's so quick. And Jake Brendel talked about it yesterday, the center. Like, he feels like he's gotten better because of how good Hargrave is going into the A-gaps. He's so good going into the eight gaps. And actually, I'm looking at a play right now um, from one of the Niners content creators. It isn't media credential. Brad, Brad Graham, S, uh, SFN, underscore SFN, I think I his name. He's one of the offensive line guys anyway. Um, good dude. Um, but there is a play here where Hargrave gets around, I believe it's the center. Oh, no, it's the, it's the left guard. I apologize. I believe it's Dalton Riz- Risner. Gets around him and would have had a sack on Russell Wilson if not for him grabbing his collar yeah. Like a dog. Like. I know. Yeah. It didn't show up and it didn't even get called. Miss, miss, miss penalty there. Rest are in preseason. It rests in preseason mode as well. My point being is that Javon, Javon Kinlaw is going to do awesome things for the Niners because once Nick Bosa's there and once Drake Jackson's there and Eric Arms is all on the field, good luck single blocking anybody. Good luck. Just good luck to you. Another play or another person I want to touch on real quick mm-hmm. is um, well, first of all, I'm still high on Ronnie Bell. Yeah, uh, my guy, Ronnie. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude. he's a dog. I mean, doing he's the dog, rookie dude. stuff. I know the ball through the hands, the interception. What I mean, it's not great, but what, you can it's look rookie at, stuff. Yeah. It's rookie stuff, and we're not relying on him to be our wide receiver two right now. No, you're not. Nothing like that. So that's fine. I I really am not tripping on that at all. I'm high on him, though. I, I love him. I love what we're seeing out of him. He is a little small, but I just, I'm, I'm happy. I, I But I don't no, want to go too much. Yeah. He plays like a grown man. Yeah, he's He awesome. plays like a big dude. Did you see that stiff arm? Yes, I did. Oh, dude. Yes, I did. He's, like, he's what awesome. Ronnie Bell does, and I saw it in camp. I was like, this this dude's a gadget guy. This dude's a Kyle guy. Yep, we've he's, seen him run the jet sweep already. They, they're, as soon as I started, started seeing them incorporate the jet sweep, I was like, oh, he's making the 53-man roster. No doubt in my yeah. mind. Once they start making plays where you are involved, you are probably on the roster, bud. Yeah. Um, Ronnie Bell, seventh-round pick out of Michigan, was a stud at Michigan, right? It was great. Didn't show up like All-American, all, all, all that stuff. So didn't do, you know, the huge number stuff. The other, you know, like Marvin Harrison Jr. is doing at Ohio State. Not like that. But what Ronnie Bell does is he plays a style of football that's perfect for the 49ers. It's physical. It's hard-nosed. It's churn out the yard, do the dirty work. Ronnie Bell's a dog, man. A dog. And we're happy to have him. Seven catches, 114 yards in a preseason game. It's pretty dang good. Yep. Pretty dang good. I think he's got a good chance to be the starting punt returner. It's either him or Deshaun Damison, yes. Yeah. 
Well, well, well it's two. it's different. I think Jameson, they want him to return kicks. kicks. Yeah. yeah. Kick punt. Okay. Yeah. I'm with that. Yeah, yeah. So punt returner. But Jameson, I'm iffy on, but whatever. Uh, well, his look, he's made some mistakes at corner, I understand. Yeah. But, but he has agility-wise and what we've seen in practice and training camp, I think he can make the 50-man master. And I think okay. he will because of the injuries. But okay. Whatever. Uh, someone I'm still iffy on to last thing I want to touch on about the game, mm-hmm. Jake Moody, uh, yeah. you know, he made the game winner and I think that's great, but man, his kicks are ugly. His kicks are ugly in the game. They're not, they're not great. They're yeah. not good as Gould. They're they're I, it's something that's got me nervous getting PTSD back to David Akers. It's, oh my uh, gosh. It's just something you really, really don't want to see on a Super Bowl quality team. Nope. It's something so stupid. Uh, like, man, you just want to see the ball. It, it goes in and that's fine. But when it's that close that much, it's danger. It's danger. It is. No, like <sighs> everything Jake Moody has shown us in the practice field has been perfect. Like he's missed like two kicks the whole entire training camp. Seriously. Two, maybe three kicks. All the time since we started at the end of the last month. But then he goes into the game, and he just doesn't look as sure of himself. And that's the and that's what's scary, is when a kicker loses that confidence, it's really 50% confidence. Kicking is like half of it's mental. It's like golf. Yeah. It's mental. Super mental. And if he loses that edge, I'm super worried. Because they have a guy in Zane Gonzalez who's been around the block and has looked pretty good, too. And... Uh, Shanahan will not hesitate. Yeah. No, no, he will not. He'll put a kicker on the practice squad if he has to. Yeah, no, he will not. So, we're, you know, the worry's still there, for me at least, about Moody. Um, but, yeah, that's kind of general wrap-up of that. You know, yeah, Niner, we, overall, overall, give him a grade for the whole game. The Niners, give him a grade for, for week two against the Broncos. Preseason week two. C plus, B minus. Okay. I'm floating in the same boat. That's kind of where I'm, I'm at. I'm floating in the it same. Was, it was B minus probably because of the way it ended. They got a win. They got it, had to come back. You saw, you saw positives. Yeah. You ended the, the day with positives. Starters, I'm an A minus. Yeah, they look yeah, different. Like, yeah. they didn't skip a beat, man. Brock yeah. didn't. Brock, yeah, Brock dude, good. you know what's funny? When he was on that scamper at the end, when, when he when he rolled out to his left and almost hit Jawan, even but he, took, he went down and scrambled and got some yards, got close to the goal line. If this is a regular season game, how many times do you think he stretches out and goes to get that touchdown? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, every time. Yeah, every yeah. time he went down because it's preseason; he doesn't have to do that. But yeah. in a in regular game, I think he gets close to that touchdown than we, than we than we give him credit for. It was very close. Yeah, happy to have Brock back. Super happy to have Brock back. But uh, there's oh, a yeah. there's a game like you said this Friday. There though. is. Yeah, Friday 7 p.m. Wow, it sucks because I work in the morning that day and I work in the morning the next day and real early. So I sucks will, for uh, you. I'm not getting home like till two a.m., dude. Yeah, that's I'm, gonna stink. And I got UFC at two a.m. right after, so I'm just gonna roll right through. That's a fun time. Just gonna roll right through. Yeah. Anyway, um, now look, last reason in the game, we're gonna see the starters. They're got, Brock's gonna start. We don't know how long he's gonna play, but I would say two series would be something like that. I think him two series. Has it been confirmed he's starting? Kyle said, yeah, he's, they're going to have a start. Next so week. I'm a little surprised that we're seeing him in two, but I, I think it's, you know, just health-wise, just for rhythm-wise, it's probably good. But They want to get him in-game yeah. reps. They want to get him, again, the one series was great in the first one that was kind of an appetizer. This is his, 
final, you know, in-game reps until they, they go on a bye week and then they go they don't play again for another week and a half. Yeah. They don't play till the tenth of September. And it's tomorrow or Friday is gonna be the twenty fifth of August. That's a good amount of time that's passing by. So they want to get him some in-game reps for before Pittsburgh and they want to see how he does in his, you know, sophomore attempt at, you know, returning to the, the field because he only had one series, right? Mm-hmm. You could you could make magic happen for one series. How are you gonna look in the second game? How are you gonna look in the third game? And yeah. that's what they want to see. They want to make sure that he's good. And if they see what they want to see, and they probably will, Kyle will probably see it in the first, like, two throws. He'll go, cool, let's pull him out, bring in Sam, bring yeah. in Trey, yeah, and then move on. Yeah. But I think Brock having at least two series is going to be very beneficial for him and for the offense. I totally agree. I'm just more shocked that we're seeing him. I know how much Shanahan hates preseason, uh, but I'm, I'm happy to see him. I You know, as long as everything will be fine, it'll be good. Just see him getting a nice little rhythm, um, but what what who else are you watching specifically? Because all the cuts are on one day now in the NFL. Um, 29th. yeah, the twenty ninth yes. of August. I did not just Google that. I knew that. Um, I knew it. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry about uh, it. Um, but yeah, they're doing it different. Where they're every you know it gets down to mm-hmm. fifty three in one day, which is good and bad. Whatever. I mean, that's its own thing. It's a whole thing, dude. Yeah. Um, I do you think Ronnie Ronnie Bell's a lock? Correct. You think? Yes. Who are some fringe guys? Let me pull up the roster. Hold on. Yeah. Let, me, let me pull up the depth chart. Just because I need to make sure I do this correctly. Do you want to do it by position? Uh yeah, we don't need to go into everyone because I think some like quarterback. Quarterback, it's gonna it's don't. gonna be Brock, Lance, Darnold. I think the bigger Allen's ones inside. are like D line and okay. corner. You want to do D line? We'll do the D line. So on the fringe of D line right now, I would say guys like Breland Speaks, oh, tight end too. Guys like Breland Speaks, Spencer Wayhe. Um, what about D winners? D winners is going to make it. He's either going to make it or he's in the practice squad. They love what they see at the linebackers, okay. dude. Um, but in terms of defensive line, guys like Drake Jackson, Javon Har- Javon Hargrave, uh, Kinlaw will be on there. Eric Armstead, Givens will probably be on there. Kerry Hyder Jr. will probably be on there. Cleveland Farrell will be on there. Um, I believe Marlon Davidson will make it. Either make it or he'll be a practice squad guy. I don't know if Austin Bryant will make it. And I don't know if T.Y. McGill will make it. I don't. They like T.Y., yeah. but I don't know if he's going to make it. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I know Kerry Hyder will make it. Um, and then in terms of linebackers, looking at all the linebackers right now, um, they're going to keep Jalen Graham and D. Winters. I think they're going to have Jalen Graham, frankly, ascend to the number two spot at middle linebacker, possibly. Maybe right there as a or with Marcelino McCray ball because they've loved what they've seen from Jalen Graham. Have you loved what you've seen from Jalen Graham? I've loved what I've seen from Jalen Graham. He's getting a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of a lot of hype around Jalen Graham. Uh, yeah, it's hard not to like what you're seeing. I'm I'm here He's for fast, it. But again, dude. Yeah, yeah. You know. Him and D are fast, yeah, dude. Yeah. They're they can cover the field. Could be deadly. And him being able to handle Mike responsibility, I'm talking about Graham right here. Him yeah. being able to handle Mike responsibility with with the headset and in the in the in the helmet is yeah. huge. Yeah, at, at such a young age. No, it's cool they're they're giving him that that this early and they're mm-hmm. you know throwing him into that role. I think that's that's great. Um, but you know, hopefully he doesn't see the field too much. Again, we hope. Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously yeah. you're hoping for it to be Fred Warner and Dre Greenlaw, but Oren Burke is out right now with the PCL sprain, so there yeah. is an opening for that sub linebacker spot. There just is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so could it be Demetrius Flanagan Fowles? Could it be Curtis Robinson? Could it be Marcelino? 
We'll see. Or could it be the rookies who have really impressed in this preseason? It, it, it could be. You'd never know. You yeah. never know because you want speed in that sub linebacker spot. I do think uh, Flanagan Fowles is is kind of the guy. He's been their guy for a little bit now. He has. Uh, I think he he will be that what third option, Sub whatever. Guy. Yeah. So I think he. I I don't I don't know. I I like seeing Jalen Graham on the depth chart right now. It's unofficial. Flanagan Fowles is above him, but mm-hmm. uh, I think they would do that just for the the presence. That he has and his knowledge of the team, his knowledge of the playbook. Yeah. Um, I know it's different with Steve Wilkes, but uh, Steve Wilkes in his first year. But, yeah, linebacker. I mean, how can you not be happy with linebackers right now? I mean, they're, they're, they're fifth and seven round picks, and they're already yeah. doing, you know, great stuff on the field. Like, the Niners can just find these guys, man. Okay, so... um. Obviously, you th- or not, maybe not obviously, but uh, Cleveland Farrell locked in. Yes. Austin Bryant? Again, he, I think, might get cut. Okay. I think they'll keep Kevin Givens. Uh-huh. If not practice squad, but I think they'll keep him. Yeah. Um, but that's that's kind of, I mean, they're not keep, like big They're keeping Kerry Hyder. Yeah, Car- they love Kerry Hyder. They love Kerry Hyder. Love Kerry Hyder. Uh, Alex, I do too. Alex Barrett, I think, will make the roster, but might be a practice squad. We'll see. Okay, we'll move around to corner for a sec here. Yeah. Uh, Womack's going to make the team, who also had some great plays. Yeah, Womack's He should have had the pick, but he... Uh, he should have picked practice. He had two day. big pass breakups. I think yeah. he's going to... I think he'll make the team. I think, obviously, I think Ambry Thomas will. Uh, Deshaun Jameson probably will make the team for probably. special teams at the least. Yes. Uh, Miles and, Hartfield will get cut. You know, Isaiah... Yeah, A.J. Parker will probably get cut. They like what Parker brought, but me might get cut as well. I think it's a, I think it's a numbers. I thing. think, I think uh, Q Knight's not on here, but I think uh, Quantrez Knight will be on a practice squad. I think Taylor Hawkins probably gets practice or uh, practice squad yeah, as well. Yeah. yeah, I think they like him, but he's not enough to stick around. I think there's kind of, you know, if you're gonna keep Isaiah Oliver, kind of creates issue. You know, having him and uh, Ambry and Demo, it's like. A lot going on, but you can only have so many corners. And yeah, five yeah. or six is kind of where they want to be at with that number. Uh huh. Um, but I, I do, I do think that there are guys that have shown a lot of you know good stuff so far. It's just the corners and the and the safeties outside of the starters haven't shown enough to be like, oh, he could you know battle for the starting reps. Yeah. Um. Uh. For uh, O line, yeah. Let's I do think O-line. the only two I'm backups. That I'm like, okay, they'll they'll be there because I think you can only hold nine O linemen. I think you're correct. Uh, Feliciano and Pryor, I think, are the two that I'm like, okay, I think they'll they'll maybe keep those two. I agree. I, yeah, I, it's just like, can I throw a name out here that you're you're gonna be surprised by? Okay, I don't think you're watching him close enough. Ilham Manning. You know what? His name was popping up quite a bit in the broadcast. Um, you're right. I'm not watching him close enough, dude. This guy, dude, he actually has something to him. Like, I think he's better than Jalen Moore right now. I think he's number two left tackle right now. Okay. Even though he's gonna probably become a guard because his body's more like a guard, I think he has something to him, and I think they see that and they're gonna keep him on this roster. Okay. What about Jason Poe? No, no, it, gone. Yeah. I like I like Jason Poe, but he has not looked great. I think in this Joey Fisher's season. gone too. Joey Fisher's also gone. Cor- uh, Corey Luceno probably gone as well. Um, Leroy Watson might make the practice squad. Alfredo probably making the practice squad. Um, they love Alfredo so much. I love Alfredo. He's a cool dude. Yeah. 
It's a cool dude. Uh, oh, it was Tay Martin that made that cat. I said Ty McGill earlier. It was Tay yeah, Martin. Stupid. I thought it was Tay. I'm so Tay dumb. Martin has looked good. Yeah, he's looked good. But uh, the last one I want to do is tight ends. But before we get there, I, let's yeah. do wide receivers real quick. Yeah. Uh, Debo locked. Jawan locked. Ayuk locked. Ayuk locked. Ray Ray injured. He'll be there. But he's a lock. This is where it starts to get interesting, though. Yes. I don't. I don't think Chris Conley makes a team. I, Willie Sneed doesn't because he's been cut before. Practice squad. They, there. Yeah. They just signed Tay Martin. I'm very iffy on. I don't. Um, I don't think I'm so at this point. On the fence. And then they just signed Anthony Miller, who I liked when the Bears drafted him. I thought if he had a better offense, there's so many. This is always the thing with the Bears. If they had an O line, if they had whatever, like uh, Fields would be better. If all they were stuff. competent, yeah, yeah. If they're if they were a competent franchise that wasn't just a disaster. I like Anthony Miller. I have. I don't think he does anything on this team. Uh, so that leaves Isaiah Winstead, which no. <laughs> ah, he's been decent, but yeah, I understand. I just don't. Yeah, it's, I, it's not Bell. that I think these guys are bad. It's just I don't think they'll make the team. Ronnie Bell is a lock. I'm just gonna Ronnie say right Bell now. is it that was that's my, your five. Ronnie Bell. And Ronnie then, a but lock. then you get Danny Gray too, and Danny Gray's got his injury. Danny Gray's gonna be on the roster. Yeah, but it's that's that's your six though. Is it? They might actually IR Danny Gray. I I was just about to ask because he has that. So no surgery for Danny Gray. It's a collarbone injury, correct? Do you know what? It's a it's a SC joint sprain. Okay. Which is not good. It's better. It's better than a collarbone <laughs> yeah, break. Yeah, yeah. Because he's out less that time. That was the initial thought. Is that he broke his collarbone? Yes. Yeah, it was. Um, but it's not good anyway. It's SC joint sprain. I forgot who else has it. Who else had it this week or on the team? I think someone else had it. I forget who it was. But it's an injury that's you're out for at least a month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. So they could short IR him and him come and he and he'll come back. I forget. Is either is it week four this year? Or is it week? Is it week eight? For IR? Short IR. There's like a short IR. Uh, isn't it four because COVID they yeah. changed it? Yeah, it's yeah. four. Thank you. Yeah. I, I Sometimes the rules it's flip. A short IR. The rules yeah. keep flipping, so I have yeah. to... It's four. There's a short IR you can be out for four games. I could see that happening for Danny Gray, where the five they're running out there is Samuel, IU, Jennings, McLeod, Bell. Yes. Which, then again, you have four because it's 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 IU, it's Jennings, uh, Debo... And Bell, because McLeod's out right now. He probably won't be back week one. He'll be back week two, probably. Week two or week three. But then it goes into the, hey, Willie Sneed, come on up from the practice squad. One of these guys is going to be on the practice squad, and they're going to you know fill in these numbers. I think Chris Conley's got a better chance than Willie Sneed. Really? I, I, Maybe. I, I don't know, Not that dude. it even really matters that much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... I just, I just have that feeling. I've seen more like, of Chris I like, Conley. I like I've seen from Willie. Yeah, really? I just do. I want to see yeah. Willie do well. I like Willie. It's not that I don't want to see him do well. That's none of this. And I like, it's hard when I'm talking about Trey Lance too, because it's like I obviously I want him to be good. Yeah, but I, I also want to rip off the bandaid. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Ronnie Bell, we'll Take say it right now. We yeah. both believe he's a lock. He's a lock. It's like and even, I like not even him. a question to lock. Yeah, it's weird to see number ten. Running around out there catching stuff and not, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, not different number ten. It's all that's always that's different. Shouldn't it, whatever. It's I'll get a, off track. Look at you, so um, some Jimmy remorse. I know. Um, I know. I said tight end next, but running back. This is easy, this right? Is so sick. McCaffrey, Mitchell, and then Ty Davis, Jordan Mason. They're both listed third, but it's like, I think Jordan Mason's got the edge. They're carrying. Ty all Davis four. looks very good though. They're carrying all four. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. They're carrying all four. It's not a question. They're carrying all four. 
especially because Elijah's been up and down off the injury off the injured list. Jordan Mason's looked good. Needs to get better at pass catching, yes, but and TDP has looked rejuvenated. Um, like he was, a, he was a fringe guy to make the fifty-three before before the start of training camp. He has gotten rid of that completely, completely. Jeremy McNichols either is a practice squad guy or I think he can do some real damage somewhere else. Correct. I think he is very talented. He's decent. He's looked. He's looked solid. I think he will probably get snatched up. I agree. The Niners can get him on the practice squad, but I could see it. It could be a Trey Sermon situation from last year. That's true. Yeah, very true. Uh, tight end, tight end. Let's finish it off. Tight ends, right? Most, Look, fun one. This is the most fun one because I have some thoughts. It's hard. <sighs> this, I think, we could get very divisive here. I think if they keep Latu, yeah, you go first. If they keep Latu, it's because of his draft draft position, yeah. and I truly believe that that's like the only reason. I think they might. Well, Besides yeah. potential, but that's every that's obvious. I think it's Kittle Warner. Warner's listed as two right now, but I really think Ross Dwelling. I think Dwelling's number two, in my opinion. Yeah, I yeah. So those three: Warner, Dwelling, Kittle. Probably yes. And then what? Do you think they keep four? Because if they keep four, I think it's probably Braden Willis. Yeah, I I think they keep four, and they have either Latu or Willis go up and down with the practice squad. They they need they need four tight ends. No, I know they that. run big I tight end that. sets. They need the four. I'm just thinking like, let's. I don't. I mean, I, it's kind of using my own argument against myself because earlier I was talking about Ronnie Bell and having drops, and that's kind of a rookie thing. And like, um, you know, it, it makes sense if he's going to do stuff like that in preseason, get the ball off his head. But the, the prop, the difference with that is that Ronnie Bell's been. All over the field, and yeah. he's a pretty important piece potentially on special teams. Correct. So Lats I don't know if Latu will play special teams. I he pro- I mean, he will he, have to. He probably will have. Yeah, to. yeah. Um, if if he did make the roster, do you uh, do you want me to share a story on Latu from practice that's not good? I would love that. Okay. I would. I love these so, insider stories. So I wasn't here for this, but I heard this story. Um, Ooh, I heard, I heard the rumor the, mill. The rumor mill. Yeah, I, I, I churning. This, this I believe is true because okay. I've, I've seen him. Do, his body language is not great after he make, drops these passes. He's really struggling with the playbook. Like he's talked about it before. How he, he's he's the playbook is a lot. It's a lot for any rookie. It takes a lot of memorization, any a lot person. of studying. Yeah. What any person? Any person? It's, it's, cra- it's yeah. crazy. It's crazy. And it's a Kyle Shanahan playbook. It's complex. Offense is hard. The calls they're making are hard. And the switch from from college to NFL is hard. Now, I will say he played for Alabama. It should be easier. You played for Nick Saban, which is literally the 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 best coach to play for going into the NFL is Nick Saban. So and he's seen the most NFL ready, regardless, whatever. My point being is that there was one play in particular. He had a drop where I think it was a crossing out over the middle, and it was the far side. He 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 dropped the pass, and I remember hearing the story is that he had a bad bad reaction it was oh man dang you know or something some along that you know reaction and then kick the pylon out of frustration Ugh. that's never good never what you want to see because not only is he discouraged in himself but he's discouraged in his overall talent and that worries me that's why it was so big for him to get that touchdown that might change the whole trajectory for him it really might <laughs> which would be cra- yeah which would be crazy because that touchdown was literally what was standing in the way of him being cut? If he doesn't have that fourth quarter that he had, if he doesn't have that, yeah, if he does, if 
Take could have been fourth, cut. Yeah, no, literally, Seriously. Like right now, I think this is easy for us. I think they go, you know what? I think they throw away what they had. They cut their losses. He's off the team. Or, I mean, maybe practice. I don't even think I think he'll practice. I don't, I don't think they'll cut him out right because of, because of that touchdown. Yeah. I think if he didn't have that touchdown and kept having bad days in practice, they would have cut him. Man. But I think that touchdown saved saved his his placing as at least practice squad. Yeah. Because I think Brayden Willis does more. I think he's better in the blocking game as well. I just do. Yeah, and that's so important. So important for tight ends. So, yeah, so even yeah, even if it was a toss-up where Latu was still not getting rid of the ball or, you know, not turning the ball over, having drops, I think it would be more, you know, you know, situational. But I think it's Willis, Dwelly, Warner, Kittle. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I just didn't, yeah, I agree. Okay. Anyway, so we got the depth chart. We'll, we'll be back next That's week kind of our, when yeah. the depth chart actually comes out, when the cuts actually are made, and we'll discuss it, and we'll break it down, and we'll compare to what we had this week. So we'll have to go back and do a little playback and figure out if we got them right. Maybe I'll make a Excel sheet Ooh. and send you my list. I, I'll do that. Yeah, do that. Share with me, and I'll, I'll add mine. Share, yeah, and I'll, and yeah. I'll, and I'll, I'll just I'll copy and paste so we have the same format. Yeah. That's, that's fun. Let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Okay. Look at us making plans on It's air. hard. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, it's hard with like uh with the cap situation, but I'm we'll, the, ca- we'll, the cap we'll we pretend won't the cap we won't doesn't worry exist. about the, the money we'll at all. We'll be like the Rams and pretend the cap doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> we won't you mean the Saints? Yeah, whoever. <laughs> Not the Niners. Not the Niners. Afford to pay Bucker. Uh but they got Hargrave anyway. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's it for us here return of the return of the Empire. Uh, we'll be back next week breaking down the roster cuts, the three-man roster going into the regular season. Um, it's the bye week coming up, but before that, we got the Chargers on Friday, 7 o'clock, as well here on Sacktown Sports, 1140. Make sure to tune in for that. Woo! Woo-woo! Anyways, we're home with the Niners. This is the Mill for Goso, 49ers beat writer, as always, joined by Nate Littlefield, my producer extraordinaire, and we will be back next week for another episode of Return of the Empire. Peace! All right, this is the little epilogue uh, that was discussed at the top of this show. Yeah. Uh, we got done, checked our phone like immediately. We talked for like a minute, and then all of a sudden, Trey Lance is being shopped right after, uh, or being you know they're taking offers essentially. Yeah. And Sam Darnold has been named QB two for the Niners a little early, right after Shanahan said in a presser yesterday yesterday that tr- that uh, it will not be announced until. Pittsburgh or until right before week one. So this is shocking news uh, to say the least. I'm, uh, I'm just surprised. I'm not surprised. Sam's the QB two. I think I just said it like an hour ago that I think mm-hmm. he's the QB two. Yeah. I believe we both said it, but I don't know what Trey's value is worth. I've said before, I think he's worth uh, a fifth right now, and that was about two or three weeks ago. I still think that's about the same. Emil, you think he's valued a little more, and you think his stock's probably gone up since then? I think it's closer to a third Okay, now. I, I think he showed a good amount in that last preseason game. I think maybe they're trying to capitalize on that. Yeah, I don't agree with this at all. One bit. And I don't like that Kyle, again, it's a report. It's not official. It's uh-huh. a it's a report. Who, who's our uh, reporter here? Ian Rapport and Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Okay, big dogs. They're they're pretty on it. Yeah. These guys are pretty on it most of the time. But there's been a lot of speculation with these guys o- over the offseason, been a lot of speculation with Trey Lance and <sighs> It's unfortunate it has to end this way, but it, it kind of felt like it was eventually going to go this way. Didn't it Nate? It, 
it kind of felt like this. Sorry, I'm trying to catch up on all this too as it's happening, but um, yeah, felt just not this soon. You know, it it I didn't think Trey was going to get the two job. Uh, I don't. I mean, I see the point in keeping him. I see the point in having Trey around for the money he's at, for the potential he has, but don't think he's going to work here in SF. Uh, there'd have to be a lot of things that happen. Yeah. Similar situation to last year where just everyone goes down and yep. whoever gets in, it gets down to Josh Johnson, mm. who also, we didn't even mention, he played for Baltimore and he all of a sudden he can throw the ball. Don't get started with that. Yeah, he, he could throw the ball, yeah. but he couldn't do it in February. Don't get me started with January. that. Or January, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, Trey Lance, it's seemingly coming to an end if this report is correct. Yep. Could he be traded before the season starts? Yes. I kind of figured he would be gone if a better team loses their quarterback or not even a better team, any team quarterback goes down, even if it was like CJ Stroud or something. Yeah. Like, um, I, man, it, it's early if they're actually. Do you want a team to look out for? I'll give you one right now. Titans? No. Who? Tampa. Tampa? Yeah. Their starting quarterback just is Baker Mayfield. Ba- they named Baker yesterday, right? Yeah, but their, their, other, their other quarterback is Kyle Trask, who yes. if Baker Mayfield beats out Kyle Trask, that's really not saying much, is it? No, I mean, I don't know. I'm not anti-Baker like a lot of people are. I'm anti-Trask. Yeah. <laughs> anti-Trask. <laughs> Look, Trey Lance is better than Kyle Trask right now, and that's my opinion. I think he can beat Baker out for the job. Okay. I just do. Yeah. Um, I think he could, too. Um, obviously, he's not going to go somewhere... In the NFC West, the Niners wouldn't do that, I don't think. Mm-hmm. At least I say obviously, yeah. but I think I'm just using that as a crutch word. But, I mean, the Colts just named Anthony Richardson their head coach. It's like, where would he fit in? New England, maybe? Maybe. Which would be ironic. It would be really ironic, wouldn't it? Um, it's just There's so many teams. Who's going to take on... His his third year and then his fourth year, which is over ten million dollars, yeah. is is really where we're at right now. Who's going to take on that money? Um, um man, sorry, it's just it's, it's a lot. Washington, process, maybe. Process. Yeah, but just going, it's it's slim pickings here. It it's really injury. Like like if Kirk Cousins goes down, I think Minnesota might be like, all right, let's do this. Let's let's give this Trey guy a shot. Uh, they're on the fringe of having to rebuild. They have a star wide receiver, an elite superstar, arguably yeah. the best wide receiver in the league, and Justin Jefferson. They just moved on from Dalvin Cook. They seem to be kind of going for a soft, more than a soft reboot, just a reset of everyone besides yeah. um, um, of Justin. Mm-hmm. So that that could be a team, but again, it's like injury, like Green Bay. I I just I have a hard time seeing him go to the NFC too for any team in the NFC. Yeah, I mentioned Carolina earlier. Uh, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. I Carolina the mentioned they have, they have Bryce Young. Yeah, yeah. But it'd have to be injury, really, for a team to want this guy. Yeah. I don't see teams giving up a third for Trey Lance without an injury situation. A I fifth, don't, I don't really maybe. Either. But still, I just I don't know what's going to happen. I with think this. he's worth a third. I think teams like Tampa, who are desperate, would do this. But that's kind of it. There's not many options yeah, here for Trey. I don't Trey. even think Tampa's that desperate. They're not going to be good. I know that, but they know that too. They have a good team, though. The rest of the team besides the quarterbacks is good. Good. Good, but not, yeah. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, 
all the defense is still there. Oh. All the offensive line is still there. Yeah, the, yeah. They're literally a competent quarterback away from from probably winning the NFC South. Yeah, which again, not saying too much. No, it's not. But honestly, Trey Lance is is kind of a bridge quarterback to the future, possibly for them. Man, that sucks to hear. But I guess you're right. Yeah, it's like, like he's an option. For, he should be considered an option for them. Tampa yes. should give a ho- real hard look at this and call Kyle. I guess Atlanta. I, they have Ritter. They like Ritter more there. They have Taylor Heineke so as well. Messy. It's so, so messy. messy. Right after, just right after, Shanahan said nope. Okay, I got a so Ian Rapport, who it was the source on this, by the way, just said Sam Darnold has played well in camp, grabbing the opportunity behind Brock Purdy. He's earned it. And note. No doubt this will be a decision Trey Lance will take hard. SF will now explore options with him. Prior to the draft, there were a few trade discussions. Perhaps those will pick up. First of all, by no means has he earned it. On his... Darnold? Undoubtedly. Unquestionably has he earned it. In my opinion. You don't think he's, you don't think he's earned it? With like, like he's this good and Trey's this good? No. Not in preseason. I don't think he's been that good. I don't. I personally don't. I've watched Sam play. Okay. I think Sam was going to be the QB2, but I don't think it was by... I think it was close. I think it was very close. I think Trey's played pretty well. I think Trey's played played better against the Broncos than I Sam did. I think you're putting too much weight in the word earned it. Because earning it is like... I mean, it could be close and you still earn it. You know, you were the guy who put in the work to get it. I just... You know, if, if, if that's what they want to do, if they think Sam Darnold is the better QB2 then, yeah, you kind of have to move on from Lance. I know. I agree that. I, I just, in, in Ian's reporting here, grabbing the opportunity behind Brock Purdy, I don't feel like Sam fully grabbed it yet. There was another, There's a whole other game yeah, to play. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, the Niners clear, clearly do. So, it's just, man, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I the Trey Lance era is seemingly over, if this report is correct. Which pretty um, reliable sources? Yeah, I look Ian and Ian Tom of NFL Number very reliable. They also said that the Niners are drafting Mac Mac Jones. So for what it's worth, you never know with Kyle. Kyle did say yesterday he hasn't made a decision yet. He's going to maybe go into the regular season. Who knows? This comes out now. Who knows? There's always sources. Well, this, yeah, we could have when when's the next Shanahan presser tomorrow? Uh, hold on, I think it's today. It's not tomorrow because they're off tomorrow. They're off tomorrow, so that means it would be uh, today. Yeah, today. So undoubtedly, he'll be asked about it. We think, yeah. And following, Shanahan, I think there's a good chance that he just says, "No, not true." Oh yeah, I think there's a huge chance that no, not true. Yeah, and do I believe him? Not fully. <laughs> Maybe 60% right now. I don't know who to believe. I don't know. That's always the case with the Niners. Oh, Until it's, the trade is official and, the, and they've tweeted it out or put it out as a press release, I have no clue what's true. Sometimes. I really I, like I can only tell you what I observe and what I think and all this great stuff, but they run this ship so tight at Levi Stadium. So for this to leak out is interesting now of all times. I, yeah, I'm, the, I'm timing, the timing is really what's getting under my skin. Just... Not angrily, but confused. I'm confused because why? I mean, he said this yesterday mm-hmm. about not making the decision. It could just not be true at all. Yeah, man. It, I mean, you brought up the Mac Jones thing's a good point because I still don't know what's true and what isn't from that. No. If Shanahan got talked out of it, I don't. I don't know if he never had his eye on Mac Jones. 
Uh, Man, just a shocker. Just a bit of a bombshell to drop on us uh, right after we got done. Yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, 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 I don't know if it's bittersweet because I, I, I want to see Trey do well. It's not going to happen with the Niners. It's very clear it's not going to happen with the Niners. We kind of always thought that. But, well, you know, I, 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 circumstances I, depending because, it, again, injury, you'd have to get down to Trey and then Trey would have to play insane, which I don't know if he would. So, it, so here's the thing David Lombardi has tweeted out if the season started today, Brock Burry would start, Sam Darnold would, would, would dress as the QB2. Trey Lance would also dress, but not count towards a 53-man active list because he would be the emergency quarterback under that new rule they have. So he would be the emergency quarterback, not yeah, Sam. So he's QB3. So that means that if Brock is not in there, Sam Darnold is in he's there. He's in there, correct. So Sam, in my eyes, Sam Darnold is the QB2. Fine, we can disagree. That's all right. Yeah, right? It, yeah. It, yeah. What are we disagreeing on? I don't think you should be. Oh no no no! I'm he is. <laughs> you no, know, he is. Yes, I just don't agree with it. But okay. Yes. Yeah. So I guess I agree with it. I think he should be. I, think. I haven't loved what I've seen from Sam. Okay. He had some nice throws. Yes, but I haven't loved what I've seen from Sam. I yeah. Tr- I just don't trust Trey. I don't trust Trey on the on the easier stuff, and that is very problematic. Yep, here it is from Eric Branch as well. We can, we're going to confirm news right now. Okay. Can confirm. Sandown has been named for Niners number two quarterback behind Brock Purdy. Team is exploring its options with Trey Lance per source. And Eric Branch Her knows, source. And Eric Branch knows his stuff. Who's that source? We don't know. Oh, is it Robbie Gould getting revenge, maybe? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the, the the kicker here is that Trey Lance is now it looks no like pun intended. I know. I just I, ruined the show. That was great. That was great. <laughs> I didn't try to do that there. Um look, Brock Purdy's QB one, Sam Darnold's QB two, and it's the backup. Trey Lance is on yeah. the market for anyone who wants him. If not, the role in the season with him is QB three. If any of you NFL GMs are listening right now, Trey Lance is on the market. If you haven't called yet, feel free to pick up that phone. Call San Francisco. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch, one word. Uh, we'll do three first-round picks. <laughs> we'll take your best defensive player. Yeah, and, uh, you know, maybe Five million Lamar cash. Jackson. Yeah, five million cash. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. To me and Emil. Anyway. We each get five million. <laughs> Anyways, that's the headliner. That's the end. We'll be back next week to see maybe Trey on the roster. Maybe he's not. Let's figure it out next week. How fun. How fun. Until then, see ya.